0: Welcome to Eyes West, the podcast for movers looking for a new place to live in the American West and the connections to get it done. Here's your host,
1: Dick Crawford. Welcome indeed. This is Dick Crawford and that fine introduction was from today's guest, Carol Jukes from Katy, Texas. We have trained in the same network. In fact, we were trained by the same coach for a few years. And we truly enjoy our work as realtors throughout the American West. Uh, Katie, Katie, Carol, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm
0: doing great, Dick. Thank you so much for having me on. It's great uh, to hear you.
1: Well, it's uh, marvelous to have you because we do go back a ways having, yes. uh, I, think our, I think our coach was named Carol. Is that correct? No, Claudia. Claudia. Well, same but first close. letter.
0: Starts with close, a C.
1: Very close. Uh, so yes we go back with Claudia many years and um uh, that was fun because it, I remember we uh we had a little um I think we we're having a drink in the lobby when yeah. she she brought us together and had a drink in the lobby together so good stuff and we're, we go back that many years and that's what makes the relationship that much more fun absolutely absolutely now Let's just jump right in. You, on, I believe it's on your business card, and you've always said Katy, Texas, but uh, what does that entail? Where, where are you in Katy? Tell me about that, and tell me how you run your business there. Well, Katy is actually
0: a suburb of Houston, Texas, which is one of the fastest-growing cities in the U.S. Um, I run my business exclusively by referral, um, when I got into real estate, I decided, you know, I wanted to work with people that know, like, and trust me and would refer their friends that know, like, and trust them. And um, I've been doing that for 22 years here, and I love
1: it. Fantastic. Uh, what, and the general area that you serve, is—is is it does it bleed into Houston, or are you out in the suburbs?
0: It bleeds into Houston all the time. Um, Houston has got... Many suburbs. I'm probably 20 minutes away from West Houston. So I'm out in Houston all the time, downtown, all over. When you work by referral, you kind of go where you're needed. Um, so unless I feel like I don't have geographic competence in a certain area, I'm, I'm on it.
1: There you go. And you, you made a point, uh, you kind of alluded to a minute ago, about your style in the business. Um, we've always been coached that it's a a relational business versus transactional, and you work 100% by referral. How does that work?
0: It's fantastic. So I put a lot of effort and time into building relationships with my clients. Um, I really enjoy being their trusted advisor and being the person that they come to, whether it's buying or selling a house or whether they need a painter. Um, and so uh, I love getting my clients together. Sometimes we have parties, and or sometimes I just pop in and say hi and see how things are going. And so it makes it a lot more fun, you know. I mean, you're not just sitting at your desk all the time crunching numbers and doing that kind of stuff. You get out there and spend time with people. And in a relational business, that's what it's all about.
1: Absolutely, uh, and. I- <laughs> Making making it fun uh, makes it a little bit easier for everybody. Takes a little bit of the stress off, and yeah. allows people to be a little more transparent too. How did you uh, get to this point in the business? What was your path?
0: Oh wow! So I am not a native Houstonian. I am originally from New York City, and due to oil and gas, uh, my husband and I ended up moving here. And I felt like There were so many people moving to Houston and Katie that could use the experience that I had, having been a transplant myself. And um, that's how I started in the business. And so it's come in really handy to have had the experience and share it with people that are currently having the experience.
1: There you go. Nothing but service on your mind. Um, And then did you start out uh, in a big firm or did you start out on your own?
0: I actually started out with Keller Williams uh, and then ended up opening up my own brokerage and I actually have 10 agents that work for me. Um, And I've got uh, a buyer's agent that works exclusively for me. So yeah, it's been great. I love, love, love training. And so that's why I enjoy having the brokers, and I, ha- I enjoy having agents that I can help and help them grow and be better.
1: All right, that's a little bit of a um, a little bit of the same hat of trusted advisor. You're you're a teacher and a, and a coach as well. That's very good. Correct. Correct. Well, uh, describe the environment and the climate and such around Katie and Houston, and um, what's that all about?
0: You know, Houston is a really great place to live. Um, Coming from New York, I was very specific as to where I would agree to move to. So for me, what was important is that it had to have culture. In other words, you know, theater and uh, museums and things like that, because that's a big deal in New York. But it also had to be a safe, nice place to live for me to raise my kids. And Houston has got all of that. Houston has got phenomenal theater uh, aura. It also has wonderful museums, lots of history. We've got NASA, which is super cool. And um, this is lots to do with, a lot of culture, which was really important for me. It's also a super diverse city, as New York is. There are people from all over the world, and I absolutely love it. I've had neighbors that are from Egypt and everywhere, and it's phenomenal because you, you get that exposure to the culture and the languages. It's, it's, it's awesome. That makes
1: life fun.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: And, and what about the seasons? Uh, do you get uh, a few seasons, all four, or do you get just basically one and a half like we do in Southern California?
0: Well, I joke <laughs> and I tell people we only get two seasons, hot and hotter,
1: <laughs> there you go. OK. All right. We're, so, we're, we're cousins but, in that regard.
0: There you go. But
1: it's a little bit of a fib.
0: Actually, um, Houston does have a little bit of a winter, but it's mild. Very, very, very rarely do we go below freezing, and if we do, it's maybe a day or two. nothing crazy. Uh, the summer can be very hot and very humid, but it's really only three months. It's July, August and September. After that, things start cooling off, and actually, March through June are absolutely amazing. Sunshine, low 80s, very, very, very low humidity, and it's wonderful. I'm a gardener, so that's like my favorite time of year. Oh, very good. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's wonderful. But June, July, and August are pretty, I mean, July, August, and September, they're, they're pretty brutal.
1: Well, we've all got to have some brutal time. Uh, you know, in Minnesota, yeah. in Minnesota, it might be the other way around. It's brutal in the winter, but uh, everybody's, right. everybody's got to have their brutal time. Oh, yeah. Uh, I tell
0: people all the time in New York, you know, with the snowstorms, you know, I was crazy. At least here in Houston, I don't have to shovel humidity. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, know, you, might, you might want to cut it with a knife, but you don't have that's to right. That's, uh, that's right. That's right. So uh, what are some of the popular activities during the year? You mentioned your gardening in the spring. Uh, yep. What about sports or, or those cultural things? What, what's going on there during the year?
0: Well, if you don't know this, uh, football is a religion in Texas. <laughs> no
1: way. Really? Oh, absolutely.
0: <laughs> absolutely. Uh, Texans love their football, so it's a beautiful thing. And, you know, the Astros are doing super well. Everyone's yes. kind of jealous, which yes, is a good yes. thing. Um, yeah. so, so we've got a great baseball team, and it, the stadium is fantastic as well. It's one of those where uh, the, the ceiling opens up. You yep. can sit under the stars and watch the game, so it's fantastic. Um, and like I mentioned before, there, because of the diversity, there's a lot of really cool food festivals. You can go down to the Greek Festival, the International Food Festival. Um, there's concerts in the park. We have Tuts, which is theater under the stars, and it's actually free. So some of the performances that are taking place at the hobby theater, they'll do them outdoors in the museum district for free. And you bring your cooler and you bring your blanket and you sit outside and you watch a performance. Sometimes it's ballet, sometimes it's theater. It's fantastic.
1: Oh, that sounds great, and that brings the whole whole community together in a very very relaxing environment. And so that's very cool. What about a long weekend? Can people get out of town easily and, and go to the surrounding areas oh, yeah. for a fun, fun weekend? Absolutely. Uh,
0: Austin is probably about two and a half hours away, which is a really fun town. Uh, San Antonio is about three hours. Uh, Galveston is, depending on where you are in Houston, it's an hour to an hour and 15 minutes away. Uh, and NASA's down there, and Kima's down there, which is Kima's really cool. They've got all these boats and Bo- you know, excursion boats. It's uh, they have a, a what do you call it with the merry-go-round, uh, an amusement park down there. Yeah. So it's it's fun. Lots that's... to do. You could spend the whole entire weekend just in that area of, of Galveston, Kima, and where NASA is.
1: Oh my gosh, that's that's good. Tell me tell me a little bit more a little bit more about NASA. I've got a nephew who's nuts about NASA. What uh, what, what kind of things do you do there?
0: So they actually have uh, pieces and rockets that were launched and you have the ability to go see them. Uh, They also have like a kid's area where kids can do all kinds of spaceship stuff. They also have astronauts in training that you can watch. So they train them underwater and it kind of mimics not having any gravity. And it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing to watch them do that. Um, It's, huge and it's surrounded. Um, when you drive in and you're in the parking, you can see rockets and, lab- and they're all labeled, you know, what rocket it was and when it was launched and where it went. It's oh. it's amazing. And there's lots of videos and um, like uh, clips of, mo- of, of, of footage from when the rocket was launched all throughout. It was re- it's really good.
1: Yeah, you know, it, it's amazing how museums have become so interactive over the mm-hmm. last twenty, twenty-five years. Really, really phenomenal. Very much more engaging than they were when we were growing up. Absolutely, uh, that, that's excellent. Now, you, you mentioned earlier that I think you said Katy was uh, now, or at one point, it was the fastest-growing uh, city or area in the in the state or the country. Um, it's actually Houston. Yeah. Was Houston. Okay. So. Um, the population is growing, why are people coming to Houston?
0: So cost of living is very, very uh, low here. You get the best bang for your buck house-wise. I've had people from California and New York sell a house there, come here, buy a comparable house, cash, have no mortgage, because the the housing is so much cheaper. Uh, Houston added over 90,000 residents last year. Okay. And And it's expected to exceed like 7.1 million by the end of this year in population.
1: All right. So we've got a big city. This is a big city Mm -hmm. with with suburbs within reach.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, And what's the mix of those new people?
0: Believe it or not, it's all ranges. We've got a lot of young people because Texas has gotten really good at offering tax incentives to companies. So when I first moved here 22 years ago, it was very, very strongly an oil and gas uh, state, a uh, city. They've done a really good job at diversifying. I'm sure you've heard that Houston has one of the best medical uh, facilities in, in, in the United States So there's a huge medical population. We have lots of doctors, nurses, radiologists, all that good stuff. Um, And we've got phenomenal modern hospitals. Uh, We also have the the tech is starting to come our way as well because of the tax
1: incentives. We still
0: have oil and gas. We still have um, a lot of the... Young entrepreneurs. For some reason, Houston seems to be a really cool city for entrepreneurs, pe- people that want to come and start their own businesses. So it's been – it's exciting. So there's older people, there's younger people, there's mid-range people. It's great.
1: Yeah, yeah, good. And a, a mix like that is very healthy for the, for the area. It, it brings, Absolutely. On, brings on the, you know, the different dimensions of, of the cultural activities. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you feel that the the density is is an issue? Uh, is that increasing, or are people able to spread out? Because after all, it is Texas.
0: It is Texas, and so, um, what about that? I know you're from California, but you know, and we have this thing about which state is bigger.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, no kidding. Well, Texas, it's. Texas, uh, on the map, Texas looks even bigger than Alaska. So uh, Texas is huge. I yeah. was, can't remember if I was driving, driving to Colorado or where I
0: was driving, but we had driven 12 hours, and we were still in Texas.
1: Yes. I, I, think, <laughs> I think Texas is as tall and as wide as California is tall. I think it's yeah. something like that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, big, 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 big town. Yeah. Uh, so, so, what, so what about the city that. You know,
0: in the, in the in the city where Houston is, yeah, it's pretty dense. There are areas that are pretty dense. But there's also wide open spaces. We have a lot of uh, parks. Uh, we have a lot of um, natural walking trails. And when you get out into the burbs, you can. I mean, my house sits on almost half an acre. There you so, go. So, yeah,
1: yeah, which is great. And on a on a regular commute, how long would it take you to get into Houston for work if it was, quote-unquote, during rush hour or if it was on a Sunday afternoon?
0: So, Sunday afternoon, it would probably take me 20 minutes. On um, During rush hour, it would probably take about 35, 40, depending on where in Houston you're going.
1: Okay. okay. Um,
0: yeah, it's not terrible. Anyone from New, no. New York or California will appreciate Houston traffic because it's nothing compared to the traffic yeah, exactly. in New York and California. People tragic. here complain, and I just look at them and go, "Yeah, you have no idea."
1: No, it takes us <laughs> forty minutes to get to the freeway from the house. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, okay, so how, how's the how's the growth working out? I mean, how's everybody responding to the growth? Uh, how's how's government responding? Uh, what's you know what's what's that like? You know, they've
0: been really, really good on staying on top of what's needed. Um, Houston is really good about freeways. We have these freeways that if you look at them from an aerial point of view, they look like a spaghetti bowl because there's all these highways going from one to another, um, and they're really good at keeping them very well-maintained, and it's easy to get from one area to another. Um, so it's not, it's, not, it's not terrible. The roads aren't really, um, I don't know, in New York, you know, there's a lot of potholes and things like that. Here in Houston, that's rare, very rare. There are areas that have them, but for the most part, I very rarely even see a pothole.
1: So they're keeping things up well.
0: Mm-hmm. And the builders are doing a magnificent job of handling the, the people that are coming in, resales. Uh, we're we're okay. We're not to the point where it's crazy multiple offer. Certain areas are, of course, but for the most part, it's a pretty normal market.
1: Interesting. How about how about new businesses and such like restaurants and and that Tons. sort of thing? Yeah.
0: Tons. And that's one thing that's really cool about Houston as well. Um, they have a pretty cool food uh, community. There's yeah. lots of foodies and lots of food to try. And, again, you know, another little thing between California and Texas is the Mexican food, which, uh, you know, uh, our tex masks is superior I,
1: to I, anything. <laughs> I don't think you're going to get an argument about that out of me. Uh, there's no question about that. I like my street tacos, but Texas oh, yeah. is amazing.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So... So, and so you you, know,
1: there's, a, there's a Mexican restaurant on any corner, and they're all good. <laughs> the, yeah, exactly. Uh, and, the, and because there's one on every corner, the lines aren't that long. So that's, nope. that's, that's nope. good, too. No lines. Mm-hmm. Are, there any, uh, are there any pains and plans surrounding infrastructure? Is that, uh, you know, you've got a good freeway system and such. What about other infrastructure? Mm-hmm. And,
0: uh, so there's lots of construction going on so sometimes you know things get delayed there's uh you know detours and things like that but in general it's so big uh there's plenty of room for everything it's it's pretty good there's really isn't anything to major pain sometimes if you shut down i10 you know that's a whole different animal right. but right. for the most part it's very manageable
1: okay excellent and then for those who are coming in who are Getting on in years, Uh, one of the things that uh, I was reading reading an article. One of the things people are looking for is a hospital and a regional Mm -hmm. airport. They gotta Mm -hmm. they gotta act on health and they gotta act on visiting family back home or or going on vacation. So how about things like that?
0: We've got yeah, we've got two major airports, little regional airports throughout. Um, Public transportation, I would have to say, is probably not great um within the city it's okay but everyone here drives i think it goes back to when you know texas was first founded and everybody thinks their car's a horse and yep.
1: they
0: just <laughs> they just don't use the public transportation um right right but gas is so cheap here that it really is not a big deal
1: so okay so you, you you broke into that subject now mm-hmm. we're gonna get now we're gonna get painful What's the yeah. cost of a gallon of gas today, Re- regular gas, in uh, in your area? You want to hold on to your seat? I I'm holding on, so it's a white knuckler for me.
0: A dollar fifty four cents.
1: Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm moving today. Yeah. A dollar <laughs> for a gallon of regular gas. I, yep. I I pay I pay more than that for a for a Coke. <laughs> um, the national average is like two dollars and twenty cents and Southern California yeah. we're right about uh anywhere from two ninety nine to three three twenty right now. Wow. Yeah. yeah, depending upon where you go. So but, yeah, but wow. I think the average in Southern California is about three twenty. I've I've got a little, little hideaway place I to, and they, they're right about two ninety nine. But oh my gosh, that's brutal. Buck 54. Okay, people, mm-hmm. that's your that's your wake up <laughs> call right there. Come uh-huh. on down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You think you think housing is cheap. Um how about a how about the cost of a night on the town and and things like that?
0: Well, you know, it depends on what you do. We've got the fancy restaurants, you know, um that are and all that and there and, you know, drop $250 on dinner. But you could probably go for an average night on the town, probably for $100, 150 bucks for
1: two, and have a great time. Okay, that's excellent. And that's,
0: that's excellent. including your
1: Uber. I was going to say, we, <laughs> we'll, we'll pay 25 or 30 bucks just for parking if we don't do the Uber. Uh, but, yeah. Good. That's good to know. That's very good mm-hmm. to know now. Um, what about home prices and such? From LA to San Diego, we've got uh, average home prices in various cities going from seven hundred thousand to over well over a million dollars uh, from various you know in various areas. What's your local median price or average home price?
0: Depending on where you purchase, anywhere from two fifty to about four hundred thousand.
1: Wow! Wow! Yeah.
0: Like here, very. I mean. Oh, a $600,000 house is a mansion.
1: Um, yeah. Is that right? With, with yeah, that's
0: why I mentioned that people coming from California and New York, they sell their $600 million house there and come here and buy cash. Okay, for a not 600000000
1: 600 million. I mean, you're going a little too Six, far with that. Oh, $600,000, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, you, and, and a $600,000 house, i got to tell you, we're getting to the point now where that's a – that's a nice condo. Um, yeah. We're, yeah. We're getting almost to that point. But uh, So yeah. you're saying, yes, we sell our house in Southern California, and we go there and we buy a much bigger house with land and have a little bit of money left over to buy oh, a gallon yeah. Of gas. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And
0: you'll have a pool in your backyard, and it will be nicely landscaped, and you'll be zoned to excellent schools, and you'll be in a beautiful manicured subdivision.
1: Fantastic. Now the word these days is space. Uh, that's mm-hmm. the word for 2020. Everybody wants yes. more space. What size of a lot do you think that would would uh, bring along with that price tag? Um,
0: probably a quarter of an acre to half an acre. Um, it, it depends on where you are. Some subdivisions, you know, restrict the, the 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 size of the lots, and that's not. But in general, probably a quarter of an acre to half an acre.
1: Okay, so that's 10,000 to 20,000 feet or maybe a little bit more. Yep. Very good, very good, because uh, a lot of times we have a tough time finding anything affordable that's, that's over you know, seven or 8,000 uh, square feet. Yeah, yeah. If feet. you're
0: closer to the $250,000, $300,000 range, you're probably looking at a uh, 6,000 square foot lot, 5,000 square foot lot. So they're still really good size. If you do a two-story, it leaves less of a footprint, so you'll have more yard space. Sure. It depends on what's important
1: to you. Absolutely. All right. Uh, what about your property taxes um, and, and uh, sales taxes and such? How, what's that dynamic?
0: So our sales taxes in Houston is like 8.25, which is probably, I think, a little higher than California.
1: Well, you're right in the middle. We're about okay. 7.75 to 9.5. Oh, wow.
0: And, but we have no state income tax.
1: Oh, a dollar or for a gallon. Dick, if you want to move, I know a good realtor. Buck, yeah. Could you could you hook me up with somebody? $1. Yeah, Bucks no problem. For a gallon of gas, a uh, 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 six hundred thousand dollar mansion with a half an acre, and now you're telling me there's no income tax. Um, nope. Okay, uh, maybe the maybe the downside is the property tax. How, what's that like?
0: Yeah, they tend to be a little bit um, higher. It depends what part of town they're in. But in Houston, it's 2.5 percent of your house uh, valuation in okay. in the city of Houston. In the burbs, they can be the same or maybe a little bit higher because sometimes there's mud taxes, which uh, which is a municipal utility district which provides water. So it just depends. But okay. I would the highest, highest, highest I've ever seen is probably like 3.9. Um, okay. In the in the immediate area, and that's in brand new subdivisions, so it's in the beginning. In the in a a, a few years after, then those taxes go down because all the infrastructure's in, and there's new homeowners and all that good stuff.
1: So, right, and even if you do the math, you got a six hundred thousand dollar mansion at four percent. What is that? Twenty four hundred dollars. Am am I thinking straight here?
0: No, twenty
1: four thousand. I'm sorry, twenty four (laughs) thousand. We've got, um, let's see, we ours would uh, be 1.25, and we also have a similar um, extra tax sometimes for a particular neighborhood for to mm-hmm. pay for all the infrastructure, um, and so that can bump it up. But that's not horrific when you when you consider there's no income tax, and Correct. you're. And some of your other expenses for life in general are quite low, so yeah. that's just something for everyone to plug into their calculation and see if things make sense. But uh, seems to me like it'll make plenty of sense. Plenty oh, of sense, yeah. even though it's a little bit higher than we're used to. Yep. How about uh, new construction? Plenty of it. Townhomes. As,
0: as, as far as the I can see, townhomes. Uh, Mostly single family residential homes. Uh, I just sold one the other day for, believe it or not, a three bedroom, two bath for $178,000. Oh
1: my gosh. <laughs> Holy cow. And
0: brand new construction. Um, so there's still deals to be had.
1: Yeah. And it's-
0: zones, you know, zone to good schools, nice neighborhood. Really good builder, D.R. Horton, their national builder. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's still a lot of good deals to be had out here.
1: And um, is there, are there restrictions on on investors if somebody would like to have an investment in in that price range? Yes, some subdivisions do
0: restrict investors, um, but some people find ways to get around that.
1: Yes. Yes, we are And that's America. all I'm saying about that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We are Californians. We are Texans. Um, okay. And is, it, is it meeting demand? I mean, do you have people lined up around the corner, or is it, is it fairly sane in, in getting something in, in new construction? It's fairly sane, um,
0: depending on the price point. So in new construction, they're still keeping up with the demand. In resale, um, like anything under like $250,000, um, $200,000, 200, we're, we're starting to see the crunch um, for people. Okay. Fortunately, we have the new construction option to turn to. Um, but if someone needs to get into a house quickly and they don't have six months to
1: wait for the house to be built, then that's a whole different issue.
0: Okay. But, um,
1: we do have options, yes. And for somebody who wants, Uh, you know, coming from out of state and they want new construction, how can you help them, you know, because that's, as you say, that could be a six-month wait or or Mm -hmm. longer. How can you help them while they're, you know, they come back to California or they go back to their home state? How can you help them kind of, uh, you know, keep that that new construction process and and transaction alive?
0: Oh, yeah, we're, I know most of the builders and their reps, so uh, we stay on top of everything. We also, if, if they're already relocated here, we can help them find short-term rental, three months, six months, 12 months. Um, that's still very viable here. Yeah. And, yeah, and it's not, like, super crazy. Um, yeah, and yeah. We, we... So when I have... When I'm working with a client that's doing the construction and they're not here, I go visit the building site at least weekly. And I touch base with the sales rep at least weekly, to make sure that everything is going as it should. And I take I I make sure it gets inspected before they put the sheetrock up so that all the electrical and all the plumbing can be seen. Um, And then we do a final inspection before we close.
1: Oh, that's excellent. That's that's service right there. Absolutely. it gives people um, a lot of confidence when they're away, or they can just make a phone call to you any time of the week, and you've got a you know a, an update that's recent. Yeah, uh, yeah. I feel a
0: sense of responsibility. You know, like I, you know, it's my job to do that. I want no, to make I, sure that everything is perfect
1: for them. Good, 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 good. Um, do you have any particular advice for out-of-state buyers coming your way? Yes.
0: First of all, you have to come to Houston and check out the Galleria. It is a 400-store mall that has a full-size indoor ice rink. Wow. It's amazing. Wow. Yes. You also have to come check out Taste of Texas. They don't take reservations. There's usually a line. It goes pretty quickly. But you get in there, and you get to choose your own steak. And they cook it to perfection. Because so you know, we love our beef. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: yes. Uh, so you definitely have to come check out Taste of Texas. Um, another thing I will also tell you is if you're planning on coming this way, um, don't just come for a weekend. See if you can come for a week. Because te- Texas is so, uh, Houston especially, so different. You can be in Katy. You can be in Pearland. You can be in Kingwood. You can be in Cypress. And all the areas are different. So come and take your time and explore and see what fits you and your family. Come with a list of what's important to you and check out those so that you can make sure that this is the right move for you. If you need any help whatsoever, give me a call. I'm happy to help.
1: Yeah, I was going to say the. First stop from the airport should be your office just to check in and then, uh, and then enjoy your stay and ask you questions along the way.
0: Absolutely. I would, I, I would love to do that. And I wish I would have had somebody that did that for me when I moved. Um, I yep. kind of had to figure, thing, figure everything out on my own.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's um, – I, I, I'm telling people, uh, get your roadmap from AAA, but get your realtor map from me. Uh, That's right. I, I can point them to good realtors, and so can you, point them to good realtors around the country or around, the, you know, certainly oh, around sure. But when it comes to the, uh, the town that you're in, you've got to go to a realtor because they really know what's going on.
0: Mm-hmm. And they know what areas are changing and, and which, which direction they're changing and all of that. Um, yes. I, my clients also love that when I move them into a house, I usually know at least four or five people in the neighborhood, so I'm able to introduce them. And so they kind of have many ready-made friends that they can, oh. you know, you know, what doctor do you use? What dentist do you use? You know, things like that that come up when you move. And there then, you go.
1: So, yeah, that's been really helpful. So you're a welcome wagon as well. That's just that's running, else... running the whole gamut there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lastly, to... Uh, to wrap things up a bit, well, actually, before we, before we ask the last couple of questions that I always like to ask, you, you just reeled off a few names of, of cities in your area. Mm-hmm. Um, can, you, can you do that again for areas that you serve, and, you know, maybe not all of them, but just to, to give people an idea when they're looking at the map of Houston,
0: mm-hmm. uh, to
1: give them an idea of the areas that you serve outside of Houston?
0: Okay. So there's Katie. There's Sugar Land, there's Cypress, there's obviously Houston, there's Pearland, uh, there's League City, um, and they're all kind of all surrounded around Houston. So, okay. and there's plenty more. So, yes. if you have a specific area, just reach out to me, and I'll let you know. And if not, I'll put you in the right direction to a good realtor.
1: Fantastic. Okay, last two questions to wrap it up. And the first one you kind of answered earlier. I got the gist of it. But as realtors, we wear a lot of different hats. Mm -hmm. And which is your favorite hat? I like – well,
0: can I have two hats and not just one?
1: Oh, sure. You're from (laughs) Texas.
0: So my favorite (laughs) hat – one of my favorite hats is being the trusted advisor. I really love sharing whatever information I have um, and helping people kind of make the the right decision for them and their family. That's one of my favorites. Okay. Um, And then my second favorite hat is, like I mentioned earlier, is I like being the connector. I like connecting people with new people in their neighborhood um, or doctor, dentist, whatever, to help them start to get acclimated in their new home. I like that.
1: No, that's excellent. Um, how do you keep it fun for your clients and for your team? You've got, a, I think you said, a team of seven. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you do to keep it fun for everybody? I'm fun, Dick. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> you know, what was I thinking? What were you thinking? Uh, no. yeah. We <laughs> actually do
0: have a lot of fun. You know, when you love what you do, yeah. it's fun. Yes. It's, and I am... One hundred percent passionate about what I do. I love helping people. I love relocating people. Um, I get up in the morning and I can't wait to get my my day started because I get to talk to my clients all day, which is awesome.
1: Very good, and and I, I need to put in a bid uh, to tag along on that that comment. I need to put in a bid that. That was a genuine comment. That was not something that Carol just says. She, that's the kind of person she is, and she really does enjoy what she does. I and did. that's what keeps us all going. Um, so, okay, no grain of salt there. That was a genuine comment. Well, <laughs> thank you for all of that. All of it, uh, of course, sage advice and uh, very informative. And I love learning more about our, our fellow network agents and all the areas that they represent. So thank you for joining me this morning. I I appreciate your time, and I hope you enjoyed uh, being on the show.
0: I had a blast. Thank you so much for having me. Um, well, it's great when you get to talk about the city you love, because it's, yes.
1: it's home for me now. Oh, that's, see, there, there you go. That's a great endorsement. From <laughs> New York City to Houston, and it's home to her right now. Very good. That's right. Well, I'm sure we'll be talking again very soon and and hopefully in the spring at our big event out in Arizona. And at that point, I hope we can take some time to enjoy a good meal together. Uh, But in the meantime, best wishes from me to you for an excellent rest of your year. I hope it's it's both fun and profitable for you.
0: Thank you so much, Dick. You're awesome. I so appreciate this. Um, It was a good time. Thank you.
1: Absolutely. Okay. You take care of yourself. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Carol Jukes from Katy, Texas, right outside of Houston. And it's obvious she is an experienced professional, and it's obvious she is ready, willing, and able to help you land on both feet in the greater Houston area. If you would like me to introduce you, uh, please feel free to contact me, and I will be happy to hook you up. For more about me, you can Google me as Dick Crawford Realtor. I'm always available for your real estate need, needs here in North Orange County, California. And I have trustworthy colleagues throughout Southern California who can help in areas I do not serve. That's all for today. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, be good, be well, be safe. Take care. Bye-bye.